you have reached the voice mailbox of Game Thing Season 3 Simulators. You have 15 new messages. Wednesday, the 28th of September at 11:32 a.m. Hey David, it's me Pippin. Uh, I've chosen our second game uh, in the simulator category. And perhaps you recognize its, uh, its theme song here. Uh, I have chosen uh, House Flipper, uh, developed by Frozen District and published by Playway uh, in 2018, uh, but still very active on Steam, getting updates, etc. Uh, their one-liner about the game from Steam is, quote, House Flipper is a unique chance to become a one-man renovation crew. Buy, repair, and remodel devastated houses. <laughs> devastated. Uh, give them a second life and sell them at a profit. End quote. Uh, now, I know you've already played this game, and I have played it for 10 hours uh, almost entirely with Rila. Uh, but I want to return to it because I found it very interesting when I was playing it before uh, we were even thinking about simulators. Uh, so... As per their, uh, their description, the basic gameplay is that you buy a beat-up house, uh, and then you clean it, renovate it, furnish it, sell it. Uh, and alongside that, you can also do odd jobs, which are one of those activities, cleaning, renovating, furnishing, etc., uh, if you need to make more money. So that's the game. It's, that's it in a nutshell. Uh, I should say you pointed me at this article about Playway, um, from Wired, which was titled, The Polish Simulator Company Gamers Love to Hate. Subtitle, Playway's Big Library of Vocational Games Makes It an Investor Favorite, but some say it's more like a pyramid scheme of glorified prototypes and prologues. Um, we discussed this a little bit uh, over email. I, th I think that's harsh. I think we're going to be able to see a lot that's interesting uh, in House Flipper. Certainly much more than uh, a glorified prototype. Uh, another interesting thing ab about it, I think, that we can at least ponder, if not purchase, is it's a real DLC fest. Uh, there's an HGTV DLC, a luxury DLC, a farm DLC, and apocalypse DLC. So plenty to think about there. Uh, my main interest here is probably around the way that the game is designed to make being effective in a sort of relatable skill, uh, really satisfying. Curious to think about what it is about the game that makes that makes cleaning uh, and vacuuming up cockroaches and so forth um, such a pleasing experience. Uh, and then kind of counter to that, I should say that Rila and I quit the game in disgust after 10 hours when we sold a house for what we believed was a terrible valuation. <laughs> so I'm also interested in thinking about the game's underlying model of value. Super curious uh, to, to hear what you think and to get playing with the game thing lens uh, screwed into my eye. Or both eyes, perhaps. See ya. Wednesday, the 28th of September at 5.45 p.m. Pippin, house flipper, huh? I am game. Uh, <laughs> and so we are going from a second life, but not the second life, to a second life for properties. Um, yes, your findings are correct. I 
Blade House Flipper. Steam tells me for one hour <laughs> at some point. Uh, it may have been all in one sitting. So this came out 2018. That's before the pandemic. I have no clue when I played it, why I played it, or for how long I played it. Uh, but, uh, you know, my main memory is this is one of those sort of non-violent doom-like games where you walk around in a space and you do an activity uh, from a first-person perspective and always when I play stuff like this I'm always wondering where is the shotgun where is the cacao demon uh, but my other memory is you keep doing these jobs for other people these sort of rote painting laying down tiles cleaning and stalling demolition you keep doing this work for other people, but you never see other people. So it's, I guess, like sort of a way of life simulator. But I think it's also like this very soothing experience. I think it's sort of like the game-like equivalent of a lava lamp and a pair of uh, slippers after a very long day. So uh, I'm totally curious to check this back out again, see what I remember. I somehow have some of the DLC for this. I don't know what we'll get to if you could just jump right to it. For some reason, I'm particularly interested in the uh, HGTV bundle, which I have. Uh, I don't know what that means and how it relates to TV programming that's really out there in the world. Uh, but, you know, I think just questions that are coming to me as I know I'm going to be putting my attention to this is there's this sort of loop with House Flipper of... The point of House Flipper is House Flipper. You get money to keep flipping houses, and you just keep flipping houses. And so I wonder, you know, once you get over that initial hump of uh, quality of life improvements to your tools and skills, like what keeps you going? Is, uh, <laughs> is work its own reward here? You know, is it about satisfaction, or is this really intended as maybe a bit of pre-gaming for people who are planning real home renovation so let's get into it flip 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 that's the sound of me flipping my house thursday the 29th of september at 12:40 p.m david it's pippin could swear you said you would be in right now but i guess something came up well uh i've started playing house flipper again i uh, put in not very much time this morning that was my cat uh casper casper be quiet um so i thought maybe i could talk through a little bit of the first job because i think it's kind of a microcosm of the game in some ways or it introduces a lot of the basic ideas so you you show up at your office your horrible office uh which is meant to obviously induce you to to do some house flipping on your own space um and you've got a computer sitting on a desk, and you check your email, and there's one email with the subject line, uh, quote, ex-boyfriend stole the radiator from my house. <laughs> uh, and inside the email, it's from somebody whose boyfriend trashed their place, uh, basically, and stole their radiator for some reason. Do people do that? Um, quote, I know from photos posted on face spam that my ex-boyfriend broke into my house, made a huge mess, and stole the radiator. Um, I would ask you not to inform the police about the whole matter. I will settle it myself with my ex-boyfriend after returning from a business trip. 
<laughs> which speaks to your point about there being no people around. Um, at least in this email, there's an effort to explain that with a kind of narrative uh, position. You know, this person's gone out of town and they want you to take care of the house. Uh, and it's also explaining why the house uh, is in the condition it's in, which I, I find really interesting that they bothered, right? It, uh, it does invest the space when you get there, I think, with at least some sort of attempt at a context for your job instead of just, you know, go clean up because it's dirty. Uh, so you get there, and the first kind of cleaning technique you, you learn is that you can dispose of garbage with a single click. You highlight it and you click on it, um, and there's sort of old cardboard boxes, garbage bags, beer cans. Uh, any of them you click on, and, <laughs> and it just it goes somewhere uh, into, I don't know, the matrix or something. And it's one of those key key interactions, I think, that really gets at one of the satisfactions of the game, which is that you get to be super effective really easily. Uh, cleaning garbage is not that easy in real life. Uh, and it points at one of these boundaries of simulation, right? Because it's simulating a real action uh, with at least some effort to pick up the garbage, but then it draws the line at you know carrying it out to the curb or doing other things that you might do with the garbage in favor of uh, it just sort of disappearing from existence, which is great. Uh, and then you learn how to mop. So you get a mop and you start mopping, which you do by holding down the mouse button and pointing your mop at bits of dirt and they fade away uh, with a rhythmic kind of mopping action, which uh, I'm thinking right now doesn't make a noise, which is sort of weird. Uh, and eventually you get a skill point uh, as you do more mopping, which I chose to speed up my mopping by 25%. Uh, and that actually detracted from the experience for me a little bit. Uh, I liked the slower rhythm of mopping, uh, but the game wants you to trade uh, that sort of thing away for increasing effectiveness, right? Like upgrading your shotgun uh, to point it at the cacodemon of, of, of dirt on the windowsill or something. Um, so for all that, I made $518.36. Good money. Uh, and then I had to install a radiator, uh, and that's really interesting because it's very detailed. You have to screw on all, all of the different nuts and connect it to the wall. Uh, surprisingly detailed. Uh, but one thing you don't have to do is rearrange the furniture that the boyfriend trashed. Um, I did some of it anyway. I felt guilty. Uh, how about you? Did, you? did you rearrange the furniture and help out? Thursday, the 29th of September at 1.07 p.m. Thursday, the 29th of September, at 4.33 p.m. <laughs> hey, Pippin, it's David. Um, it's so funny because I was like... So I played it uh, an hour last night, and I think I got a little further than I managed to in the last couple of years. I started over. And uh, that first job, I was like, oh, I should really write down some of the weird, uh, troubling, and possibly illegal, and definitely... Uh, concerning context of this job, which is meant to anchor you in this world of a game where you are always in someone else's space, indeed in their home, in their most private space, which I think one of the loading screens told me some houses have secrets in them. So I guess you're meant to pilfer around in other people's uh, space. But that was my first note was like, oh, go back and make note of that first email you get 
And then also be sure to ask Pippin uh, what you actually wound up asking me uh, in the end, uh, which is, do you set things back the way they were uh, when you're done? Uh, which, of course, is a very difficult task to do because you have to drag things out of the way, which, of course, it's just it's totally without gravity. It can float up. Your hands are just sort of like a warlock's hands um, where you can just float <laughs> couches uh, up in the air and you can rotate them uh, in various ways. But it's very, very difficult to actually put things back the way you found them. And so I feel like you're going to give me a demerit um, I really tried to, but then I was like, I don't think the game is penalizing me if I don't do it. So uh, if the game says that I finished the job and it's not back and it's not punishing me, then I guess it's okay. Um, but there's a couple things I wanted to bring up and I want to play more and think about myself is um, it's interesting to explore what the game will and will not let you do. So I had a job last night where I was um getting uh acclimated to demolishment and so you're given a big hammer and i was destroying all these walls and actually i was trying to put things back where they were and this light switch um and by the way it's weird i mean i've never seen a circuit breaker there's a lot of things that like it doesn't have you do you know i had a job after high school where de <laughs> demolishing old barns hundred year old barns um, so I have a bit of like personal experience with some of this demolishment business and, uh, it's weird. The things that house flipper will not have you do and doesn't think you ought to do. Uh, so, I mean, most of these types of jobs is just dealing with waste and, uh, there's none of that. It does just disappear. But I ran into this thing of like this light switch fell off a wall I was destroying and I went to go. I don't know. I guess you can sell stuff as you go. And I was like, am I going to get penalized if I leave this behind? And so the price gun said, that's immoral. Um, <laughs> trying to sell the light switch. So you don't have to clean up. Um, there's a lot of other stuff going on. It's way too much to get into right now. And I guess I will just say, you know, you start off in this space of your own. And I wonder, who do you imagine we're playing as? There's no reflection in the mirror. So who are we um, other than just a destructive force? <laughs> Sometimes helpful. Yeah, what do you make of it? Friday, the 30th of September at 2.46 p.m. Hey, David, it's Pippin. Uh, I'm still flipping houses. Um, actually, no, uh, I have not flipped a house yet. I'm still cleaning houses. <laughs> and now painting them, doing odd jobs uh, to to build up money, which speaks to your question about, you know, who are we? Well, I think we can follow a couple of clues. Uh, one, as you, I think you said, maybe I'm projecting, the place that we, <laughs> our place of business sucks. It's, uh, it's dirty. Uh, it looks really dismal. There's like a bed in one corner, a horrible kitchenette with a broken cupboard door. A dirty bathroom. Uh, it's not a nice place. Uh, and notably at the beginning of the game we have $30,163.81. And 
To me, that suggests that we are a person who is throwing their life savings into becoming a house flipper and learning on the job, hence the tutorials. Uh, so that's kind of our background narrative, kind of an amnesia kind of a thing, I suppose, in the sense that we don't know anything about ourselves beyond that. It invites projection, I suppose, you know. Uh, so we can either be ourselves and think about what our life would be like if we <laughs> dropped everything and became house flippers. Um, or we can think of ourselves, and I think the game also encourages this, as kind of primordial forces of cleaning and renovation or something, uh, with no personality. Um, but, you know, I think that primordial force thing is kind of nice because... So much of the pleasure of this game, I think, is wrapped up really in the act of cleaning and the act of painting and so on. Uh, although we've talked about the narrative stuff, I think that's where it's really at. And I think the genius of the game is the way in which uh, there's a pleasure in hard work and there's a pleasure in making a dirty thing clean in real life as well. Uh, but here you have the added video game magic of cutting some of the corners that m otherwise make it kind of miserable, right? So you mop the floor, but it doesn't hurt your back. Uh, and you tidy away all of the garbage bags and old car tires by clicking on them. Um, and you paint the wall, but you can paint it behind the radiator without moving the radiator. And to me, the the quintessential one of these is the is cleaning windows, which are these often multi-pane windows that you clean in a single motion. And the particularly nice thing I think about cleaning windows really ties into simulation, which is the way in which, uh, at least when you play with the mouse, you move the mouse in the way that you would move the kind of squidgy machine thing that you use. So you actually mirror the action that you're taking in the game in a way that you don't really for other activities. And that gives it a little extra sense of feeling like you're doing a good job. Uh, and the physicality of, of cleaning. So I think there's like there's a lot of great design work on display here to to lean into how you make a terrible idea, cleaning houses, uh, a good video game. Uh, and I just wanted to leave with a quick thought on dirt. One, have you ever thought about the person who works at the company who's placing all of that dirt everywhere, probably by hand, and putting garbage bags in living rooms? Uh, and two... Uh, are you too haunted, David, the house flipper, by 2% of dirt remaining in a room? Bye-bye. Friday, the 30th of September, at 5.16pm. Hey, Pippin, it's David. Um, yes, I too am haunted <laughs> by the remaining 2% of dirt and debris in all of these properties that... Uh, you know, I'm just allowed in willy-nilly by absolute strangers. I mean, they don't even leave the key for me. It's quite ridiculous. They, anyone could come in and um, move all these things around and hopefully do some cleaning. Uh, but yeah, I do go in there and then... So, I mean, that always... I don't know. I mean, I'm not normally a completist in games. We've discussed on email our sort of mutual disinterest with... Uh, achievements and that being a sort of vector for completism um, but there's this thing you run into in house flipper of uh, this sort of thing with like you can just do a good enough job 
uh, 100% finishing a job doesn't mean you can't just say, hey, I'm done. Um, I haven't really paid super close attention to what is enough to have done. I'm sure it's like some percentage of all the tasks they're asking you to do. But that really throws me and I guess means that they're making certain allowances for what kind of house flipper you want to be. You know, are you a good enough is the enemy of perfect sort of professional or are you just here to speed run some game? Because I would think if this was a simulator, I mean, I guess the reputation for how you're doing is only reflected in what they pay you. But for some reason, I find myself... I've not, you know, I've not yet given myself over to the whole sort of buy low, sell high, pay attention to budgets aspect of House Flipper. Um, for some reason, the money seems rather meaningless and incidental to me, and I don't know why. Um, I will mention <laughs> haunted is a good word. I think I've totally lost my mind in House Flipper. Uh, I was playing for quite a while last night. And, you know, it spits you back out at your home property between jobs and, you know, testing the limits of what you can do. While inside my own home, I sold the front door and I couldn't get out anymore. Uh, every time I finish a job, I take a picture of the view of your computer and the window outside. And so I now have this recursive nightmare photo uh, wall that greets me every time I come back from a job where I see the computer and my light on, and the picture of what's in front of me. Um, so I, I don't know what's going on with me uh, and House Flipper. I mean, I usually am playing games, sort of testing the limits of, like, what will they allow me to do? But I'm quite worried about my House Flipper self and my own apparent disinterest in flipping houses. Um, I will point out two other details as far as, like, trying to glean who we are. You know, there's these two posters when you come into your sad shut-in shack for the first time. Maybe you got rid of them. There's sort of a poster that's like this Protestant ethic thing with a ma mantra of, oh, the work is its own reward. And then there's like another poster that's kind of like a G-rated pin-up poster. So uh, I guess there's like some impression of who you are they want to be giving you. Uh, but I don't know if that's really me. I don't know who it is. And the main thing I think when I go out on these jobs is why are all these people too lazy to go around their own homes and hit the A button? All right, back to you. I'll uh, try you later. Bye-bye. Saturday, the 1st of October at 1.38 p.m. Hey, buddy. Just missed you. Uh, David. <laughs> it's Pippin. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed your message. Um, selling the door... <laughs> The only door is a thing that I, I too have done. <laughs> uh, it's funny as well because you then have to uh, obviously you have to buy a new door. Or you can't uh, you can't come or go, and to do so you have to re smash the wall that uh, reappears completely intact when you sell uh, a door. I have not done anything uh, quite as demented sounding as your recursive photo wall, but I would like you to send me a screenshot of that. That sounds delightful. Um, I have a screenshot of an Excel spreadsheet because I was just testing out the functionality. It hangs with pride over my bed. <laughs> uh, all of which leads me actually to the thing I've been thinking about uh, for my last couple of hours of play, which is, uh, is House Flipper designed to be funny? Uh, and I think...
My answer is yes. I think it is meant to be a funny game. Uh, and I think that there's evidence all over the place. Uh, for instance, my most recent job from Anthony Gray uh, involved an email that read, Recently, large rooms have become popular, which is proven by the fact that my neighbor and the neighbor of my neighbor knocked down several walls in their homes. I would also like to have several walls demolished in my house. <laughs> I don't think you can write that without some sense of humor, right? So I think it's it's there. It's in those weird people that are on the loading screens who say things like, I don't like children's toys, and I don't want kids. <laughs> Apropos of nothing, I don't know uh, why they're telling me that while I wait for the game to load, but they are. But it's in the system as well, right? Um, it's not just narrative stuff. Uh, this thing of being able to clear uh, garbage bags and tires in an instant, uh, the fact you can pick a light switch up off the floor and just stick it back on the wall... <laughs> and have it have it work that all plays with that kind of surprise style of comedy where something happens that you didn't expect um but also i think that you end up generating your own comedy a bit in these sorts of games uh, or at least in house flipper because uh as you say money money sort of feels meaningless and so you need to find other forms of value in your play and it becomes possible that you sort of start experimenting with the system and what it will allow. Uh, you paint a face on the ceiling, it doesn't notice. You put the people's sofa in the front yard, you move their car somewhere, like hide it. <laughs> uh, you put toy spiders all over their house, whatever. Um, there's all of these things that you can do that are sort of beneath the notice of the valuation system. Uh, and so you can have some fun kind of pranking uh, these people who, who don't care uh, that you're pranking them. Which, uh, which drains a little bit of the fun. So I think comedy's big in House Flipper, and I think that's probably because it's big in simulators in general. I think that that's uh, an undercurrent. I mean, there's explicit comedy simulators like Surgeon Simulator, but I think maybe it's universal, right, that there's this, there's this contrast between the realism of the simulation and the kinds of things you can do because it's a game um, that inevitably are funny on the face of it or allow for funny play, and uh, people... People like to play funny, I think, right? Lol? Saturday, the 1st of October, at 2.44pm. Hey, Pippin, it's David. Returning on this Saturday. Happy October 1st. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I sold the front door on my tiny shut-in, sad shed, um, that I guess you've just moved out of from, uh, somewhere else, and this is now your permanent residence until you, by your own bootstraps, make a name for yourself. Uh, so yeah, I sold the front door, and I didn't realize until last night, I installed the front door backwards, and so, <laughs> I think I had put a hotel door, uh, with a peephole and a number, on it uh, backwards, so it was facing in. Uh, so I could say, you know, when we started this, I had one hour in House Flipper. I now have, I think, close to seven or eight hours logged over the last couple of days. And I think it's safe to say I'm not learning anything about house renovation other than, um, you know, you're going to need... Well, I... I, I no, I wouldn't say I've, <laughs> I've learned anything. I mean, you obviously are going to need parts and paint and different tools for different jobs, but um, 
I'm aware of the silliness in the game. I mean, you see goofy physics everywhere. Like when you like some tires and some garages are considered trash, and you get rid of the one on the bottom, and it makes the entire pile above it explode. Um, but you know, I think there's like a bit of a dark sense of humor here too. Uh, I think I'm a little bit farther ahead of you as far as like the types of jobs you can see. Um, eventually you'll like get to these jobs with like radioactive symbols on them. And I guess these are like doomsday preppers that you're helping out. One of them um, had a situation where they had their mother-in-law moving in and they wanted to like basically keep her in the basement um, in a not very welcoming environment. <laughs> And I was going through doing that job, and, uh, yeah, there was just, like, a machine gun on the wall in the basement, um, which you can pick up, and by pick up, I mean you use your wizard hands, and they float in front of you. You can't hold it, and it can only be mounted back on the wall. Um, and, you know, there's, like, other creepy things that are popping out at me, like, for some reason, the ability to sit in someone else's chair in their empty house just kind of weirds me out, but then there's also, like, this carte blanche freedom you get um in like the decisions people who are hiring you like they're like hey buy toys for my kids pick out christmas uh presents uh you know you don't actually get to pick the presents but you do buy them and you put them under a tree which you buy um but then also it's like it's just it's contrasted against this sort of easy carefree you can breathe easy uh, Ikea wonderland feeling of everything will fit, no piece will ever be missing. You just sort of press a button and pieces slide together. And uh, I'm trying to figure out like why I'm creeped out and if I'm just reading too much into things. So, I mean, there's definitely silliness there. But are you picking up something more sinister, dear listener? Let me know. Saturday, the 1st of October, at 10.56pm. Sunday, the 2nd of October, at 7.47pm. Pippin Bar for David Walensky. Uh, you sent me the screenshot of your uh, office with all of the screenshots in it and it makes you look demented uh definitely dark humor <laughs> in keeping with your uh, comments about the build a kind of torture bungalow underground for my mother-in-law level which uh Rila and i did see when we were playing last time but i think if i'm not mistaken that that is there because of the apocalypse uh dlc of the game and it's not part of the main line. The main line is still pretty weird and dark on its own. Uh, but I think that the really creepy stuff is probably coming from DLC. Uh, so today I did the student house cleanup um, email job. Which I feel like really solidified for me. That I think cleaning in this game is really what I am here for. Uh, when I play it, and I 
there's all kinds of reasons for this, uh, but maybe the biggest one is it feels like the aspect of play that the game cares the most about explicitly. Like, it's the thing that you have to do correctly. You can leave some little smudges on a window or a little bit, but, you know, you have to get all the trash, um, you have to scrub away all of the dirt, you have to clean the windows, and it just feels like it's important uh in the in the scheme of the game and in a way that other things don't get emphasized um so yeah it's like this real masterpiece in some ways uh the student the student houses it's disgusting <laughs> uh there's just absolutely filthy dirt everywhere on every surface uh graffiti on the walls bottles everywhere garbage bags uh, you name it and i love it uh in part for just the feeling of agency uh in cleaning it up with my superpowers uh, but also thinking about, you know, as I said, I think in my last message, the the person on the dev team who is going through this uh, pristine house, I guess, when they pull the model into whatever Unity or Unreal, uh, and then they're going through, you know, putting down the bottles, putting in the garbage bags, putting the dirt textures on top of the couch, uh, and all of these things. And I find that kind of beautiful, that there's this, you know, we're used to, the opposition being a person with a gun, but here the opposition is kind of the person putting filth in a house for us. It's kind of an act of love as well, to give us something to do. Uh, you know, and that, that goes all the way down to the use of the engine, uh, the way that I guess they're modeling uh, pieces of furniture to be able to accept uh, filth textures as needed. <laughs> um, the fact that there is a whole cockroach design thing going on with uh, really impressively disgusting cock cockroaches teeming on the walls that you, for some reason, vacuum up. I really am not sure if that's what people do. Um, and yet the cockroaches are kind of the only sign of life in the game, apart from birdsong outside when you walk into a house. So there's just so much to love, I think, about cleaning. I don't know if you feel the same way, uh, but it's big for me. Uh, and the other thing I was thinking about, just returning to your message again, is the question about learning. Um, I feel like I don't know what I'm learning, but I feel like the assembly sequences where you suddenly are zooming inside a toilet cistern <laughs> and connecting up the water supply and screwing on valves and stuff, surely we're learning something. Uh, what do you know now about toilets that you didn't know before? Bye. Monday, the 3rd of October at 11.07 a.m. <laughs> Just a standard question. Hi, Pippin. What have you learned about toilets that you didn't know before? Um, you know, I'm really liking House Flipper. There's this sort of nice zen aspect to it. I mean, the only thing I really could say I've learned about toilets is that, um, um, I don't know, not much. I mean, I can keep the joke going for a while, but, um, their weight, their, <clears throat> their weightlessness and the fact that, like, you don't see the tools that are being used, you just sort of see a, a, uh, it's like the opposite of a boss fight. Instead of seeing a throbbing, angry, red, glowing spot, you see a very soothing, gentle, cool, blue glowing spot on a part, um, and you click on it, and it just slides right into place. I mean, I feel, um, a bit like I can't go beneath the surface on certain types of knowledge. And I wish I could even speak to some of the parts of knowledge that I have heard of. Um, I tried to find it earlier, and I will try on a later call. I, I, um, I had an email thread going once from 
one of my Don't Die interviewees who, he worked on Fallout 3, and I became particularly curious about, well, whose job is it in this game to add all the filth? And I guess they do what's called a debris pass. And, you know, I was just curious, like, well, whose job is it to add garbage to the game and who decides what inventory is in there that's useful? Uh, and that just keeps coming to mind with me on House Flipper. Um, just whose job is it to add <laughs> garbage uh, and filth? Because like you, I'm very much into cleaning. In real life, I am also very much into cleaning. And, uh, you know, I've, I've never vacuumed cockroaches. We should say, too, that there's this sort of sensitivity option in House Flipper where if the sight of cockroaches disturbs you, you can replace it with uh, shattered glass, which feels like a significant um, consideration to talk about a little bit um, because it sort of implies the rest of the horrid filth and other things in the game are not quite so disturbing uh, to more sensitive players. Um, one thing I do want to talk about is that since my last message, I, <laughs> I'll send you another picture of my demented home office. Uh, now the pictures of the home office, first thing you see goes all the way pretty much to the uh, front door. Um, but I will say I have been pushing myself to dabble. I've uh, flipped two properties now. And, uh, I've been trying, so I've been trying to continue this sort of demented approach to the game. Uh, where I've been trying to sort of just sabotage myself and see if I can lose money and just see what happens if you get into the red. And, uh, I have found that's just not possible. For example, one of the early properties I bought in cleaning it up and demolishing walls and stuff. Uh, I found an original Van Gogh, <laughs> and I guess I just had the freedom to sell it. Um, so I'm going to go back. I'm going to try to destroy myself in Home Flipper and see what that teaches myself, but I will uh, look forward to hearing where you're at with this now. Uh, yours in cleaning, David. Tuesday, the 4th of October, at... 4.11 p.m. Flip! That was the sound of me flipping a house. David, it's Pippin. I flipped a house. Um, it's the second house that I've flipped in the game uh, because I flipped one with Rila back when we were playing together. Uh, and I think I mentioned that we devoted a lot of attention to it, a lot of kind of self-expression, trying to make it super nice. Uh, celebrating a beautiful pink neon sign that we put above the bathroom door that I believe said relax. <laughs> you know, carefully choosing the tiling, everything. Like, we poured our hearts into that house, and and the people just didn't appreciate it, and that was when we quit, because we were just kind of through with it at that point. It felt like the game didn't care about the thing we cared about, which I think is a is a is a strong feeling that you can get with all kinds of games, uh, but maybe especially with games that seem to be inviting you to express yourself. And I think that's one of the things that happens with House Flipper, is that there's not a pretense, but it seems like the game wants you to make a nice house, as probably what most people's instinct is with the tools. But what it wants you to do is make a valuable house, uh, which is completely different. So I tried to flip 
um, cynically this time and just did sort of what I thought was the bare minimum. And I made $9,000 on a $35,000 house or something. So it was, I don't know, it seemed good. I don't know if it was like a success or not. Um, and I guess the main simulator bit of that that I thought was intriguing was the way, um, as I think you've already said, that the potential buyers comment on your work as you go, which is probably not what real house flippers experience. So they, you know, they say, oh, rug would be nice, or where's the bed, and stuff like that. Um, so they kind of guide you in terms of certain things that would be valuable. And I was disappointed by that initially because it seemed like too much feedback. Uh, but then when I did sell the house, I learned about the people who bought the house that they had wished that there were plants, which was not something that they revealed to me. Um, and so I think that there's something nice there about an underlying model of the buyer as someone with preferences, albeit just, you know, preferences about objects that they want in specific positions in a house, but still like a, more of a rounded person. Um, but what it really made me think is how neat the emails are and how much juicier it is to clean someone's house when you know that their boyfriend trashed it uh, and stole the radiators or they evicted some students uh, or whatever than it is to just kind of sell a house to a couple who wishes that they had a double bed instead of a single bed. Um, yeah, so flip, flip, flip. I flipped the house. Bye. Tuesday, the 4th of October at 4.50 p.m. Hey, Pippin, do you remember that classic Katy Perry song, I Flipped a House and I Liked It? <laughs> uh, me neither, but I think it'll be out just in time for Halloween. Uh, so I have a lot of thoughts, and I'm surprised we've made it this far in without talking about this aspect of House Flipper, um, which you started to broach, which is about the game didn't care about what you cared about. And uh, there's two aspects of the reality of this game that I think sort of breaks the simulator. It didn't bother me, but I couldn't help but notice it. And once you notice it, you cannot go back. Um, so, I mean, I'm curious if you're into Animal Crossing games like that. Uh, House Slipper could care less about a aesthetics, um, you know, on these various renovation jobs, you can go the extra mile and buy various furnishings, but of course, <laughs> as I learned, you don't have to carefully arrange anything. You can just dump items into every room and it'll consider the job done, um, which I think, you know, if this were a Simulator where your reputation matters, that would not fly. You would get really bad Yelp reviews um, as a contractor. So, for example, uh, last night, I, <laughs> even though I had, over the weekend, bought and sold this property, I was once again brought back in to do renovations uh, for, I guess, someone else who bought it later, uh, this big sort of snowbound mansion um, which took about a half hour to clean up. So I did it all over again. And I made the house very valuable by going into the basement and dumping eight fireplaces, five wall-sized big-screen TVs, toilets everywhere uh, with no care and no abandon. And shame on me for doing it. I'm sure you have opinions about that. But also, um, you know, as we talked a little bit about the supernatural ability where you can make 
debris disappear. Um, but you can paint walls from clear across any room. You can jump and paint walls. You can paint behind radiators without moving it. Uh, there's just sort of this way where that loop of cleaning and doing stuff is pleasing, but the reality of the simulator sort of breaks it for me. And I don't want to end on a negative note, but it's just, it's really hard for me to reconcile all these parts of it. So I wonder how you reconcile. Flip! Wednesday, the 5th of October, at 12.24 p.m. Well, David, you know what that music means. It means our time is up. I think we've come a pretty long way with House Flipper. Uh, as we discussed up top, the game's name, House Flipper, <laughs> kind of implies that the house flipping part is the main element. Um, but it seems like we both really gravitated towards the emailed contracting jobs instead, uh, and it seemed that that was because, at least for me, I think that there's something attractive about having a, a defined reason for being in the space beyond capitalism. Uh, and and flipping that house that you kind of know some sort of history that the house has a, a reason for existing uh, beyond being sold. Um, and in that way, it, it kind of feels maybe perversely like a more accurate simulation of the experience of being in a house and doing that kind of work. That might just be me. Uh, it was a really good game, I think, for illustrating this idea that I think is building up of the boundary of a simulation or a simulator, that moment where it moves away from trying to be accurate to the modeled uh, activity or world or experience and often runs towards the open embrace of game design and game mechanics and satisfaction uh, and playability and those sorts of things. And so we get, you know, all of those uh, those ideas that we enjoyed, like instant clicking away of garbage, painting behind radiators, uh, getting real-time feedback from potential buyers as you flip a house, um, where they freak out when you take away a bed, and they're like, where am I going to sleep? And then you put in a bed, and they're like, great, there's a place to sleep. <laughs> um, so yeah, the majority of the time, I guess, the, the, that a game like House Flipper crosses the boundary, it's in order to support gameplay over realism. And that runs into self-expression, I think, in a big way, because it invites that kind of cynical play that you're talking about uh, in some ways, that boundary point where the game doesn't care if you have a thousand fireplaces. In fact, it likes it. Um, and the simplistic kind of modeling of the people involved, I like flowers, I want a bed. Um, all of those things mean that there's no real need uh, to express yourself right? Uh, you don't need to even put things in sensible places, let alone beautiful places, and so the inclination is not to do so. Uh, so maybe in the end it's not um, much more realistic than Doom is, you know, as you talked about up the, at the top, and that's okay. It fits into a kind of alternate history of video games where uh, Doom was about flipping houses, and where your shotgun was a vacuum cleaner, and the Kako Demons were all cockroaches. Bye. End of messages. Thank you for calling GameThing. For more information, please hang up and dial GameThing.life. Goodbye.